Five, four, And alright guys, welcome to episode 8 of the Edutainment Corner. This is a podcast about all the things that are going on in the world from your average teenager's perspective. I'm Nicola Combe, and here with me today is the absolutely wicked Wayne Lindquist. How are you, man? I'm doing A-OK. I got my drinks ready, and I'm ready to start. That's awesome to hear. I'm, I've got my little water. We made pizza tonight, so I, I can't make chocolate Ooh. milk. I get pork chops. I like pork. Pork is good meat. It yes. I know meat isn't like good for you necessarily, according to some mm-hmm. people, but I love it and I think it's oh. okay. We had um we had it baked. We did not fry the pork chops, we baked them. Yeah. That's I think I'm I'm trying to think how we make pork chops, like generally. Um I think it's I oven. Mean, yeah. Anyway. You add a lot of spices over the pork, and then you oh, put it in the yes. oven. Yeah. We cover our stuff with spice. Oh, that sounds good. Very good. So, I made some homemade pizza tonight, so no chocolate milk, because that's a lot of calories altogether. Um, yep. But it's been only a week, guys. This is, this is a Friday after the last Friday we did it on, and um, we're excited. I'm pumped. Special from last week that's right we did a special i'm really really pumped to to do this episode so do you want to get into some of the life updates bro um before i do i just want to make clear that this may be a relatively short episode yeah that's a good point now that our um we want to keep them long but we are going to start doing weekly so for the first couple of episodes they may be relatively short we don't know Compared to usual, they're not going to be Com- yeah. fifteen Compared minutes. To they're going to be a same podcast generally, yeah. but it's it's it'll be a little bit shorter. Yeah. Yeah. So life update. Um, That's right. I have in the last week have not really done anything. I've usually just spent the day in the house with my mom watching movies. That's that's but, a great way to spend the time, though. Yeah, we've watched a lot of movies, but um. This weekend will be very eventful. Nice, what um, are you up to? Saturday, I'm going to get my second dose of the vaccine. Ooh. And I'm going to spend the day resting because I've heard from multiple people that the second dose makes you drowsy for like a day. Yeah. Hopefully it won't lead on into tomorrow or on Sunday because I'm going to go fishing with my friend DJ. Nice, where are you going to go I fishing? Have- uh, actually, I don't really know. It is somewhere in Smyrna. Okay. Um, but this is the first time I've gone fishing in, like, since I was, like, eight. Man, I... long I've... time ago. I'm trying to remember the last time I went fishing. I think it was two, two years ago. But before mm-hmm. that, it was a long time, and we only caught, like, a tiny little fish. Well, I just figured out... Um, a couple of days ago that you need a license. What? Fish. Yeah, you need a license to fish. Like, in Tennessee or anywhere? Pretty sure it's in Tennessee. Whoa. But I need to see the price of it, actually. I'm looking that up right now. I might have broken the law then. <laughs> the cost, uh, cost of fishing license... 
just is that for for life like is that for taking the fish out of the ocean or is that it literally might for I'm pretty sure it might be because we dropped uh, the fish back oh you can get one at walmart oh interesting. okay Nineteen dollars is a fishing license at Walmart. Okay. And that's a. Oh, you're kidding. It. That's nineteen dollars for a single day of fishing. What? What? You don't get like something like a driver's license where you get to hold on to that and then. Nope. You, oh, you can get an annual fishing license fee for forty bucks. Okay. Yep, yeah, but you cannot. You cannot fish. Um, can fish free without a license. Public waters. Agency owned or operated lakes and Tennessee parks. What? You know what? I'm not going to look anymore. I just know that I need a license. Yeah. Well, good luck, man. I hope you figure it out. Yeah. Well, what about you, man? What you got going on? So, um, I, I don't remember if I said, I think I did last episode, where I was starting a lawn care business. Oh, yeah. So we ordered a whole bunch of business cards. Um, Ooh. Can I get I, one? Huh? Can I get one? Uh, sure. Yeah, I have 500, so if you want, I can, I can mail Holy. it to you. Um, no, I could just walk over and get it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We live really close. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got a, I got the business card. And one thing I'm thinking I'm going to do to up my people, my up my percentage that I, the yield that I get I'm planning mm -hmm. on writing a little message on the back, like in handwriting, for each one. So it's going to be oh. a lot, but I think overall it's going to get a better turnout. Hmm. So what I'm, are you I'm, planning on writing on it? Uh, you know, just like, hi, I'm Nicola Combe. I'm a high school student at Riverdale. I'm planning on becoming an aerospace engineer. And just mm -hmm. letting them know a little bit about me, like, and, and getting to know me a little bit personally. So they. It's a little bit of a marketing trick, but. I think it's I think it's worth it. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, gotta start somewhere. Of course you do. Um, okay. I'm hoping that by the next, maybe not the next podcast, but definitely the one afterwards, I'll be mowing some lawns. That sounds amazing. I can hit you up, mow my lawn. We actually, our lawn was today, so I don't think we'd be needing a lawn mowing. That's all right. Um, Relative, but, relatively soon, but yeah. you know, when time comes. Of course. Yeah. Thanks, bro. No problem. Uh, the one other thing I was thinking about this weekend, I, w I was just brainstorming some ideas for names for our listeners. No, listeners, I don't know about what you think, but I think listeners is kind of a... a Land name? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a little weird to call people that listen to your podcast. Because it's not personal, they have no... We may only have three listeners, but those listeners really matter. <laughs> yes. So they need a special they name. And, um, uh, we're thinking we had one. Um, Edgy Tainers. Yeah. So that was... That, yeah. So, so, so that was um, something that we had, we had come up with is that this is the edutainment corner. And mm -hmm. um, we are your ed edutainers. We educate you and we entertain you. That's where the, the word came from. And it was a yeah. whole lot better than um, entercation, which is the reverse compound of the two words. So instead of entertainment and education, 
Edutainment sounds so much smoother. And the edge and the entercation corner just sounds a little uh off. It sounds a little painful. Yes. To just come constantly say. Yes. Entercation, entercation. But it's entercation. Like, even um, imagine someone telling you to come visit the entercation corner. What goes on in the entercation corner is my question. Yeah. Whereas the edu- edutainment Edutainment. sounds a lot better. So we are the edutainers because entertainers do this. And maybe just the thought we were thinking is the audience could be the the edutained. Edutained. As in entertained, edutained, sort of the similar... You are being edutained. Yeah. We are edutaining you. Yep. So that was just the thought I had, and maybe, maybe you guys will like this. Maybe we'll decide. Um, another idea I had, and I don't know why, but we have a Discord, and I just like yeah. to randomly change everybody's names to pirate names occasionally. Captain Blackbeard Jim. Yeah. Mine. So, I, on the Discord, I am Captain Swordtooth Willy, and Wayne is Captain Blackbeard Jim. And we have a couple of first mates, and the, the painter of the plank is our artist for the show. And, uh... I was just thinking, it's possible that we could call our listeners the crew, because they're along for the ride, and they're... Maybe if we stick with the pirates, we might change them back to cavemen <laughs> or whatever they were at before. Yeah, but that's just an idea we were thinking about. Uh, and the final idea I had come up with this week was uh, the squishies. The squishies? <laughs> I don't know. Really? Just, it sounds a little like fun to say just they're the squishies and we we affectionately refer to our listeners as the squishies hmm. but how would that relate to our audience oh it most certainly doesn't yeah well i mean obviously but you know it's random it's just fun to say the squishies so that was just something i was thinking we're probably not going to choose that one of course but we could call them the squishies last resort yes if if nobody if neither of the other two options are are liked by the people maybe we could do the squishies maybe what we should do is we should set up a poll oh and, yeah oh speaking about polls this leads us into our first topic did you just do a magnificent segue yep that was one of the so, best segues i've ever heard nick did a couple of polls not a couple honestly a lot of polls um and I'm gonna let you take this away, Nick. All right, that's right. So this is I, all you. I have an Instagram. I don't use it for a lot of things, but occasionally I put up polls just because I'm curious what kids are thinking, like the, my fellow friends and people I talk about or talk to mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So I have about 70 responses on each poll. So it's not a, a huge data set, but I was wondering, you know, what kind of things people want to do when they grow up. I was I was curious about the future workforce of America because my dad my dad and I talk about a lot about the future and it's just uh, things we'd like to think about. So my dad was curious, I was curious. So I set up a bunch of the polls because I was I was wondering what kids want to do when they grow up. Um I I some of the questions I asked were really really fascinating. I got um so I, I asked what percentage of the kids are going to college? So I said, you know, are you going to college? Yes or no? Um and I think we could just, I, I asked a whole bunch of questions, so we, I wanted to just kind of go through the percentages and, and ask you what you think and kind of compare and contrast and think about what call the future is going to be like. Call this section the future workforce. That is exactly what it's called, yes. 
So uh, I think I think college is a big one for me because I don't think you need to go to college. I'm not gonna go to college most likely. Um, and I think in today's world, I don't think college is necessary. I think it's still a good thing to have, but I don't think you need it, and I don't think the average person needs to go to college at all. I think it's a waste of money. I think so too. My yeah. Opinion. But I was curious, so, so I asked, you know, how many of you are going to college? You know, and on there was a yes or a no. Seventy-nine percent of them said yes. I'm going to college. Seventy-nine. Yeah. You know, for the amount of people that say college is useless and you know waste of money, like I do, you know, mm-hmm. even I, I might go to college because, yeah. um, college has been a big, um, what should I call this? Uh, goal. Goal Since in mind. You were little, yeah. Yeah. Always been like, oh, I gotta go to college. I gotta get to college. To to me, that I think that's more than just just you because six only sixteen percent of kids say that you need to go to college to be successful. Yep, sixteen. Yeah. But yet seventy eight percent or seventy nine percent of the kids say that they're going to go to college even though they think that you don't or that you need to. Yeah. So if we look at that, if it, if we look at it on the numbers, that's eighty four percent of kids that think you don't need to go to college, and only five or six five percent less are going to college mm-hmm. which is which is fascinating to me very weird so even though even though they all think that they're that college is useless they still are going would have to go yep yeah so that's just something I was thinking about so I think I think college is very ingrained in society I think it used to be very useful like 50 years ago 60 years ago because a college degree was something that not not everyone had it was a rare thing and it made you a valuable asset um, but I think in today's world showing that you know how to do things rather than just having a piece of paper that says you learned how to do something is I think it's more important to show that I you know saw what you're doing. Weirdly enough, I saw a TikTok, and it was this trend, but the words that came with it were very, you know, stuck with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Boomers regret not going to college, and millennials regret going to college. Yeah. And I think that's you how the times have changed, yeah. Yeah. You know, college used to be this whole big thing, you know? You can't get a job unless you go to college, and now it's like, you know, influencers, entrepreneurs, it's like, these kids... You know, some of them didn't even graduate high school. Yeah. Think, which is weird to me. think um, there's a lot of people who never went to college and they, they became really successful. And I uh, there's there's a certain tweet Elon Musk made that always sticks back to me. Um, he, he tweeted, like, reply to this tweet if you remember, if you, uh, with the most interesting designing and engineering problem you've ever solved. I'm hiring for Neuralink. He didn't ask about college resumes. He didn't ask about anything other than the most interesting design slash engineering project you've completed. Yep. And that was right around the time I was starting to question, you know, is college really necessary? And that cinched it for me that if Elon Musk, for one of his biggest companies, is not worried about whether or not you have a college degree, I don't think it's important. Yeah. 
No, I think uh, if you, I think if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or something, you still oh, yeah. need to go, of course. But definitely not go to college. I think for most kids, it's not something that you need to do. For most jobs, you don't really. Yeah, especially I think... with like numbers, like yeah, they're numbers. Unless yeah. you want to take some pretty advanced courses that you know, I don't think I'm gonna. Unless I'm doing something with you know engineering or space. Yeah. I don't think I'd need to know, you know, circumference. Exactly. Or, no. And even still, that becoming an aerospace engineer is something I really want to do. Um, that's what I plan on being when I'm older. But I don't think I'm going to go to college for that because I think there's plenty of other ways you can get to where you want to be without having to take four years and get a lot in debt to, to learn something. I think it's a lot better if you can spend your time and and make your years count in, in those four years that you would spend in college. I think it's a lot more important that you use those you can let those count if you have a career that you're going to go into fresh after fresh out of high school and use that time to learn by yourself and start solving engineering problems and becoming learning the skills you need to learn rather than just going and getting a piece of paper with your name on it. Yeah. I might be wrong, but Hey. I might regret this later, but... You know. You only live once. I know, yep. Uh, the oh, next yeah. one I asked is, how many of you are going to college with a specific career path in mind, or how many of you are just going to college to go to college for the experience, or for... Uh, I don't know, just to, to go to college. And 78% yeah. of them said that they will go to college because they have a career path in mind. I think the, 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 these, the, they, I rounded these all, all these percents you see, it was like I did the math and it was more something like point this, this, this. So mm -hmm. I rounded it to the nearest integer. So 78% of the kids say that they are going to college um, with a specific career path in mind. But I'm not sure how much of that li lines up because um, only 59% of them know what they want to do when they're older. 78 said that they would go to they would go to college for a specific yeah. career path, but you know. But only fifty-nine, like, only sixty percent of them know what they want to do. So there's a whole twenty percent that isn't lining up there. Hmm. And the interesting thing is that on the fifty-nine percent one, I got twenty less votes than all the other ones. So that's just making me make curious. You know, maybe I than the average of all the other polls I did. So I got fifty on this one. I got about seventy on all the others. I was gonna say I was gonna ask you, you know, how many votes did you get for, or what was the average? Yep, I I, I did, I ran the numbers. It was like seventy one point two five or something like when I when I averaged the. A lot of people. I, I don't know, maybe. I know hey. a lot of people at the school though for some reason. Like, mm -hmm. I've just seen them and they've probably seen me. But um, I got twenty less on this one, which means that, I'm. It's possible that, um. They just skipped over or they couldn't answer. Yeah. Or they, they didn't want to put it in that they didn't know what they want to do. Maybe it's something they're worried about mm -hmm. or stressing. That's what most, most people worry about before they go into college. It's like, what do I really want to do? Yeah. And you know, some people just go in to college, they get accepted to, and then just, you know, they have no idea what they're in for, and they just pick a random major that they're not going to use later. Yeah, that's 
what I was thinking. Hmm. What about the extra or the other poles? So I was just something I was thinking about is uh, let's say we were to factor these these twenty votes that we didn't get in, and it was more mm-hmm. like twenty one. But if I'm just being, it, it was twenty votes. So let's say I factored this in, you would only have forty percent of sixteen year olds knowing what they want to do when they're older. That's below average. Yeah, that's wow. below the half of halfway mark, which means that sixty percent of kids now. I can't say this because it's a small, small population of people in a certain area, you know, and, and I only got like 50 people to respond to that. But at the same time, that means 60% of people have no clue what they want to do. That's scary. Yeah. That's, this is our feet. This is the future and they, they just don't know what to do. Yeah. And, I, and I, I totally get one or two people here or there not knowing what they want to do, but I was asking my parents, you know, is this kind of what you this would expect? Yeah, because they lived through that. Um, and they, they said that, no, everybody they knew when they were growing up wanted to do something. They had something in mind that they wanted to do. And even if it was something that isn't generally considered um, ooh, ooh, being a good job, they were still proud to be that thing. You know, what, um... You know, back then, they didn't really have, you know, social media influencers. And, you know, now that we are literally surrounded by all of them, it's like, do I really want to do this with my career? Or, you know, could I take the easy way out and become an influencer and test my luck? Yeah. See if I can be doing myself with that. And so it's like a, it's a big, I don't know, choice. I don't think it's a choice. I think if you're really dedicated, you can do both. You can go to college, you can start a YouTube channel, you can, like we're doing the podcast on the side while I'm learning skills so I can get a job out of high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you can spend time and become an influencer even if your job doesn't work out or even if your job works out. And I think it's Mm -hmm. good to to have a backup plan for both. Oh, yeah. But that's most that's most kids' backup plan now. You yeah. Know? Back back in the day, you know, most backups were like, you know, just getting a normal, you know, nine to five. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, I can, you know, I can make money off of my phone. I don't even have to leave the house. Yeah. And some people can, but I think becoming an influencer in today's world is is much easier. I think it's much easier, but I think it's also just as hard as becoming an athlete, I think. Oh, really? I think it is. No, it's because Making a living off of being an influencer. Oh, yeah. Being an influencer and making a living off of being an influencer are two very yeah. different things. I think so. Yeah. Because you can be an influencer and make no money. Yeah. But and you I can think... be like, you can be like the Paul brothers and, you know, make millions. Yeah. I was thinking, I think out of all the platforms, YouTube is probably one of the best places to, to try to make money, but you have to have really good content. You have to be really consistent. That's and that's great. something a lot of people I don't think have, and I, maybe even me included, I don't know. I think the easiest way to become a you know money-making influencer is actually not for YouTube. I mean, it used to be for YouTube, uh-huh. but I feel like social media apps like Instagram, Snapchat, you know, oh, maybe, yeah. Those type of ones, like, people just, people blow up in size every single day on Instagram. And 
But how much money can you make from Instagram? I think you get a portion if you have enough um if you have enough followers and a following, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously people will want to sponsor or would want you to sponsor their stuff. That okay, meme pages. Meme pages on Instagram. Most of them are usually filled with ads because they're making a they're making a living. Some people are making a living off of their Instagram page with sponsors, and so they'll post like an ad. That and, makes sense. You know, yeah. It could be completely bogus too. That's how most of them are, but you know, some people yeah. make a living off of just posting memes. That's true. That's true. Which is crazy. You say that the fifty, somebody fifty years ago, it's like, what are you even talking about? What are memes? Mm-hmm. You know, what? What are you talking about? You sound crazy. My mom doesn't even know what a meme is. Oh my gosh. My dad does though. He's really up to date on the. Mm-hmm. It's just... He's in the know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... It worries me that 60% of kids don't... Don't know. ...know yet. And and they don't have the, anything they, they, they want to do or they have no burning passion. Yeah. And, you know, that this is... His, the voters or... Yeah. You know, the poll taking, usually, I would think... His the whole target audience of these polls would be kids our age. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, I would say I mostly know fifteen to seventeen, eighteen year olds. Mm-hmm. So you know, these are people that are a couple years away from entering the world. Yeah. And yeah, it's just scary. They don't know what to do. So I was just, it's it's very interesting to me. Um, 67% of kids our age are excited about their future, which mm. means that there's a whole 30% that aren't. To be honest with you, I'm not really excited. Really? I know that, you know, if, if some stuff doesn't work out, I'm going to be working a 9 to 5 to feed my family and yeah, not have a happy life. Does a 9 to but, 5 need to be unhappy? Like an office job? Yeah. You know, I'd rather, I would rather, um, the sad truth, I'd rather, you know, the whole question, you know, would you rather make, like, little to no money uh-huh. doing a job that you love, or make a boatload of money with a job that you hate? Yeah. You know, I I think most people our age would pick, you know, the job that they hate, but they make a boatload of money, because, you know, yeah, money runs the world. It does. And so without money, you know, money, money can't buy happiness. Uh, I don't, I don't really believe that. I think money can buy happiness. I think, I don't think it buys happiness, but I think it can get you closer to, I think it's a valuable asset to have if you want to be happy. I remember reading a poll that was like, money makes you happier. Huh. But, you know, I don't know, it could be false. I think, I think it's easier to be happy when you have money. You can be happy without it. And you can be unhappy with it, but it makes it easier. You can say it's stress-free. Um, yeah. The fact that you know you aren't financially, you're financially stable. I think that, so. Yeah. That's like the peak. That's peak peace. You know, you don't have to worry about you know paying the bills. Exactly. You got the money to do it. That's what, you know. I think all people that are working nine to fives, you know, making ends meet. That's what they all strive for. 
It's financial so stability. Hmm. It's just, it makes me... It's curious that 30% aren't excited. And I, and I get why, but... This next poll is weird. I, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 15% of kids our age have no exciting hobbies that they love to do. Yeah, 15%. Which isn't a lot, but, a lot, but no it, exciting hobbies that you love to do at all. Like, at all. Like, nothing like, you know, not even something as like playing video games or, you know, yeah. talking to friends or anything. Just absolutely zero. I'm curious if... No, I, I'm not trying to get canceled or anything, but, like, I'm curious if this is, you know, poss possibly something that helps to make depression worse, or if it's a mm -hmm. result of depression. I'm curious, like, which one it is. I think it's a result. You think so? I think I'm... Because yeah, so when I've been, you know, hate them in it, but, you know, I've been depressed. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm depressed, it feels like, oh, man, I can't do anything... Like, I don't have the motivation to do anything. Yeah. And, you know, if I was, you know, depressed at the moment of these polls, you know, I'd probably, I'd probably pick that I have nothing exciting hobbies. Yeah, I totally like get that. Me. I've felt hmm. like that before. And I think for me, the, the, the biggest way, like, I'm not saying like medical, diagnosis mm -hmm. but I, I know like I, I've, I've felt that way before and I think the biggest thing is just like to pick small things to do and just do them and it makes a big difference and then you get back to normal like um recently mm -hmm. um I was I was pretty sad but recently I um cleaned I cleaned my room yeah and my room my room's pretty big you know, so it's not like a little thing to do, but I cleaned mm -hmm. my room, I washed my sheets, I made my nice. bed, made me feel a lot happier. It does. Just doing little things. Just being productive is a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, we have two more polls left. 88% uh, of kids our age plan on moving out of the city, state, or country. Hmm. Do you want to move out? Yes. I do, too. definitely. I feel, I feel like if I don't move out of, out of you know where we live, because there's not that much to do here. Yeah. Um, if I could go anywhere. Yeah. Um, I have two choices. Either, either I'd want to go back up to Wisconsin. Okay. I'd want to go up to Wisconsin. Yeah. Or, um. I'd just go wherever, you know, if I get a job somewhere. Wherever they need me, I'll I'll go. That makes sense, yeah. For me... What about you? I, I'm not quite sure, but I do want to definitely move out of Murfreesboro. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I want to go back to California. Um, Prices. Yeah, it's just everything's so expensive there, and it's it's not a good place anymore. Okay. Um, but I'm, I think... I'm debating maybe I want to move to Texas. Oh, Texas. Everything's yeah. bigger in Texas. And just because... Everything's cheaper in Texas, too. Yeah. And also, but the, I love I love SpaceX. I love Boca Chica, um, which is where the, the spaceport is. And I would just love to go see that in person. 
and hmm. live by that if I could. Have you ever been to Texas? No, I have not. I I went to Houston. Uh-huh. And this was, I'm pretty sure this was um pretty recent, the Hurricane Harvey. Okay. And, um, yeah, we went to Houston to visit family. And, you know, they, you know how, I think we've talked about this before, where you can buy a house in Texas for the same amount of money here, but the house in Texas would be, you know, almost like a mansion. Oh, really? It's that and much my, cheaper? Wow. And the house that we stayed in, in Texas, in Houston, mm-hmm. where my family, some of my, I think it was my uncle and my aunt, their house was huge. Man. And, you know, they're making, I don't know, I don't want to say how much they're making, but they're yeah. not, it's not like a boatload of money. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like median. That's crazy. I was gonna say it was actually it, that was a, a very similar experience when we came from California to here. Mm-hmm. You you were able to buy your house is huge. Yeah, it's it's pretty on it's a, it's on the big side. Um, and that's we were just we had like a normal sized house in our old neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So hmm. it was a it was like whoa, and we have uh, a big I backyard can get here. So like, much wow. here. Hmm? Oh, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said, I mean, I said, you can get so much here. You can. It was just, it was surprising. And then if, imagine going to Texas from California, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you'd be a millionaire in Texas. Yeah. Not money you have. The, that, uh, the, the prices in the world like that always surprised me. I, and because I was thinking you could go to Thailand and $10 there will get you so far. You can yeah. buy like hotels for ten dollars. It's insane. Miss Venezuela, you mean you bring ten thousand dollars you buy the country. Yeah. Money's so bad there. So the I next... think it was a Oh go oh, sorry. Sorry, I thought I was <laughs> my bad. Don't worry about Um there was something you know, I was talking to my dad about this. I don't know if it was Colombia uh-huh. or Venezuela, but you know, in a book, you remember, I forgot what it's called, I Survived? No, it wasn't I Survived. It was some book we had to read, and okay. it, it was based on true stories. And they used, the $1 bill was so, you know, devalued, Yeah. that they'd use it as wallpaper. That's in Germany in 19 in the 19 in the Great Depression in the 1930s oh, really they used to burn the money for fire like for to get fire it's crazy it wasn't that's... worth the paper it was printed on wow hmm that's yeah that's I worry that's gonna happen here with the dollar have you seen how like expensive things are getting lately yeah I don't know so 41% of the kids this is our final statistic 41% of the kids so just under half hope for someday a universal basic income that would let them not have to work at all. So I, the options here I said, you know, uh, I said, would, would, would you someday hope for a u- universal basic income um, that would let you not have to work? The options were yes, and then like heart emoji, eyeball thingy, and then the no, I like to work, heart emoji, eyeball thingy. Um, because I was I, I was curious what people would would say, and forty one percent of the kids. Forty one percent. Yeah, 
You'd think there'd be more. I feel like that is already high. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'd... Hell, I'd wish for a universal basic income. So I don't have to work. Yeah. But, you no, know, and, I just... and I see that. But for me, I feel like working gives you a purpose. Hmm. I think... I think every I think every person strives for a purpose somehow. And I think for so many people that's your work. Even if it's not something you truly enjoy, and that's why so many people after they retire they struggle to find a sense of purpose or after their kids move out, they struggle to find a sense of purpose cuz after your kids move out, if you're no longer a mom, what are you? Mm. You know what I mean? So I think I think working gives a lot of people a purpose. So I think overall a universal basic income wouldn't be a good I, good thing. Hmm. But I can I can see your points. But you know, I just yeah. Situation in the short term, I think I think I yeah. agree with you. I'd love a universal basic income. I could totally see that. So, okay, um brain games. Yeah. Do you want to take the story or should I? Uh, I think, I think I'll take it. Alrighty. Okay, so a brand new scientific study has shown that brain games have zero effect on people's brain power. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah. You know, brain game. I, you know, I think brain games are just, are you stupid? You know? Well, it's also things like crossword puzzles. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought brain games, you know, just like spot out no spot out the differences those type of games but it's, you know you, thinking about it now you could you could include those as brain games yeah well if that's like, what the the test did uh, crossword puzzles um sudoku things like that that are sudoku i don't know how you say it my i've always said sudoku because when i was little i think that's but i think it's sudoku yeah. um think games like that that people generally consider to think that they help your brain and the new yep. scientific study has shown that they have zero effect. Yep. Um, researchers gathered a thousand people who used them and pitted them up against seven thousand people who didn't. Right. So it's like there's people that did the test and there's people that didn't. You know. Yep. And I don't know why it was a thousand people who used them. And it's because they, it was harder for them to find um, people who did them. Yeah, just that the, it's like the one seventh of people do, take the, do those little brain games regularly. Um, and and the funny thing is, is that they they scored exactly the same. Yeah, which is you know, big old fu to the whole study. It's like, wow, you really thought you were gonna get something, and it's like, yeah, nope, the same. Well, I don't think it's that the study went. In, they didn't go into the study expecting a result. They were they were curious what the result would be. Hmm. So they ended up. They gathered the the thousand people. They had them take the brain tests. They they scored them on a bunch of different things too. Um, yeah. But ultimately, they scored the same, and then it was just like, ah, we learned. Hmm. <laughs> so. Um, do you use? brain training games I don't I yeah. I always kind of thought they were a little dumb in Spanish we had to do um, word searches uh-huh 
and I wasn't too fond of them. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of Sudoku either. Yeah. I mean, I'll do word searches if I am out of ideas, I have nothing to do, um, and there's just so happens to be a word search book. No, I'll do. Yeah. I, for me, it's like when you're on an airplane, it's not that they're not oh, fun. Yeah. It's just that they don't help your brain. I always thought there was like the people who said, "Oh, this will make you smart." It was like, uh. it's it's just a way. It's just a way to waste time. Time. Yeah. Killer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I just thought that was interesting. Something that we would like to bring up okay. here. Yeah. Um, I found another thing in the news this week, and that was that um. We are finally gonna head back to Venus. We're going to send Venus. more probes to Venus. Um, so NASA is working on two probes, Da Vinci Plus and Veritas. These are two probes that are they are going to be two missions. Sorry, not, they're not both probes, but one of them is a probe. They're both going to head to Venus and try to figure out what happened to it. It used to be kind of an Earth-like planet with oceans and, and everything. But over time, it got hotter and hotter, and volcanic activity grew and grew. But that's about the extent to which we know. So Da Vinci Plus will be a probe that'll sink into the atmosphere. It'll collect a lot of data. It'll even take pictures of the surface of Mars. I'm really excited for that because that is going to be so cool. Uh, I, did I say Mars? I meant Venus. It's going to take pictures of the surface of Venus. Yeah, I think... Mars. No, when I think of Venus, I'm not I'm not the biggest space guy, but yeah. when I think of Venus, I think of a fiery hot planet that is constantly on fire almost like a star yeah so it's it's like how do you take pictures yeah it's the the planet itself isn't like on fire it's just that mm -hmm. the atmosphere traps in so much heat from the sun that it's it, it's like earth but with global warming to the max think about it like that oh. um the atmosphere is a lot denser than earth too so that's what helps it trap in all the the heat and light um so it's going to be really cool that this probe is going to sink down through the atmosphere, almost like water. Uh, less dense than water, but still going to be really interesting floating through the air or sinking down into the air. It'll collect datas, it will, data from the atmosphere. It'll take pictures of the surface, while the Ver Veritas probe, the other one, will stay in orbit as a satellite. Um, the missions are going to launch between 2028 and 2030, so that's... Uh, then within nine years, hopefully. So that'll be exciting to see. Nine I cannot years. wait for that. This is something I was thinking about that th this this made me think about. I think out of all the planets, of course we need to talk about aliens because that's what the Edutainment Corner podcast. Yep, can't be an episode about aliens, you know. Yeah. So I think out of all the planets in our solar system, I think we're more likely to find remnants of life on Venus than Mars. Really? I think so. Why is that? Because it was Earth-like at, at at one point in its the history, like point. in the past. I I really do think it's possible that there something, some sort of life could have, um, become, become be, some sort of life could have arisen on the planet, and it could have uh, reproduced and evolved over many over many years. I don't think it's going to be a, an animal. I think that would be a leave dis distinguishable traces some kind of animal oh, yeah. life but i think some kind of microbial life would be really fascinating to find there do you do you think of venus as like a look into the future of if global warming gets out of hand 
Or... I don't. Really? I don't. Because I think life has had such an impact on Earth. Um, um, yeah. and, and just because our, our, our atmosphere won't get so dense, um, I think hmm. that the temperature could theoretically happen on Earth. But other than that, it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Because I think, I think one of the biggest things about um, Venus is that the, the atmosphere is toxic, mm-hmm. um, and it's cru- it'll crush you. Yeah. Because like it's so heavy. It's like if you go to the bottom of the ocean, all the water on top of you will crush you. Yeah. It's the similar idea with that atmosphere. All right. But I do think... Oh, also, I don't know if we, we got this on the podcast. I think this happened a little bit right before we started. But um, we, we detected phosphine on it a while ago, and it turned out that the phosphine we had detected was just an error in the, in the code, but there is still some phosphine on the planet. Not enough that we would think, oh, it's 100% life, like we were originally thinking, mm-hmm. but it's still possible that there could be living life on the, on the planet right now, like clouds of microscopic things in the atmosphere that photosynthesize, or... Life. Yeah. Life on another planet. What about that? Yeah. That's weird. I think it's really important to be excited about things like this, too. Like, I think about the Mars rovers. That wouldn't be a a thing. If if people weren't excited about Mars and and wanting to go set up colonies there, I think the Mars rovers wouldn't have come so soon. And we wouldn't be preparing to go there in 2026, like send crewed missions. I just read something that has no correlation to anything we've talked about on the podcast, but okay. apparently Drake Bell, yeah, um, the Drake from Drake and Josh, okay, has been arrested and charged on crimes against a child. Whoa, what? He was arrested in Ohio yesterday and charged with attempted endangerment of a child and disseminating matter harmful to juvenile. Oh my. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Hmm. I don't actually what know who a... that is. You don't know who Drake Bell is? I don't. Okay, he has an interesting story. He, this, he got arrested a long time ago, and I think he went to Mexico, and he has a big hit in Mexico. He makes Spanish songs. Okay. Have you never heard of Drake and Josh? I've never heard of Drake and Josh. I wish I could play the theme song, but it's copyrighted. So. Oh, I'm sure. But really good show. Uh, middle. Show me off the pod. I'll show you. Yeah. But back on the back on the subject. Yeah, yeah. My bad. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's that's fascinating. Um. So just something I was thinking about is that you'll you will 100% see a Martian colony in your life, Wayne. Mm-hmm. And I, I bet you in the next 10 years. Really? You think it's that soon? I one hundred percent. Elon Musk is gonna try is trying to still trying to send a crewed mission in twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. That's only five years away. Yeah. He's gonna. So I think the way that that this is planning to go is that we're gonna get an orbit launch by the end of twenty twenty one with uh, with Starship. Um, Ooh. it's gonna be SN twenty something. And we're going to get that to orbit. I don't know how many attempts we're going to have to make, but it, I'm hoping we can get it first time. And if we can, that will be so huge, getting a rocket to orbit. And the Starships is what SpaceX is working on to be the, the, the vessel to take us to the moon and to Mars. Um, 
So if we does it take us from the moon to Mars, or from Earth to the moon to the Mars, or there's just Earth to, to go Earth. across from whichever to whichever? Oh, okay. As well as inter interplanetary travel, so as in Earth to Earth, Mars to mm -hmm. Mars, Moon to Moon. Um, it's all going to be really, really exciting to see these starships, and I think they're going to change transportation. You can get to anywhere on Earth, I think, within an hour in a starship. Wow. So, getting these things to orbit is going to be cost of huge. It. Cost of it would be insane. Yeah. But, you know. But that's what Elon Musk is trying to do. Something. He's trying to make it so much more affordable, and it's... It's a tenth, or a, it's really, really small compared to the price, and just just some things alone. So I think he's gotten it down to like a hundredth of the price of what it, what a, what a normal rocket would cost, like built by NASA, with traditional technology. What do you think that price is? Huh? What do you think that price is? I could not say. Um, I have no idea, but I think I think Elon Musk said something that the price to go to Mars, like a ticket. Is going to be about the same as a, a, a house on Earth. So around three hundred thousand. Yeah, somewhere between. I think he, it might be a little bit more. So maybe somewhere between like three hundred and eight hundred, but still mm. manageable to save up for and go. Yes. Does that include like a house on Mars? Is just I you know no drop them off. Like I have a shuttle. I think it's gonna. All the details are gonna be worked out when it when it comes closer. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and we don't know for now, and I think that's going to be in twenty, thirty years, not uh, as soon as they start the Martian colony. Oh yeah. But so he's working on the the starship, and he's going to get that prototype to orbit, hopefully, by twenty twenty, by the end of twenty twenty one, by the end of this year, which means that we'll just be working on testing for Mars and for the lunar missions. After that, um, the NASA is going back to the moon soon, which is going to be great. Um, and they're using the Starship for that. They're, they they got a grant to give to Elon Musk for that. Um, and I think I, I'm really excited for the future of space exploration. And I think that that's this is just something that that came across my desk today. I, I don't know if we have a little bit of time to talk about this. Would, would you mind? We have all the time in the world. Okay, sweet. So this is something that I was thinking about that that's really really interesting. Is that I saw a video about the cycles of society cycles of society yeah and about every 80 years or so it re the cycle resets and this is just something that that happens uh, it's sort of pseudosciency who knows but at, at the same time it, it holds up um, depending on what you think so think about the Revolutionary War as being mm -hmm. like the first conflict after the Revolutionary War there were it's broken up into 20 blocks like 20 blocks four blocks of 20 20 years um, and then each of those blocks contribute to the next cycle where there's gonna be a, a huge big like a, conflict like a generation type thing yeah so about 20 years is in a generation so sort of like that yeah um, okay. so each so there's about four generations per cycle or about a single human lifetime um, and if you think about it this in a sense where after the Revolutionary War I don't remember exactly how many years. I think it was it was between eighty and a hundred. So I think it was ninety years. When was the Civil War? Eighteen. I'm gonna. Eighteen sixty. Yeah. It was eighteen. The war ended in eighteen sixty-three. Okay. No. So, might have been eighteen sixty-five. 
Okay, that that might be. I don't. I really don't. Couldn't say the exact year, but um, and that sounds bad because I really love history. Yeah, but um, so if you were to take the the eighteen sixty and the seventeen seventy six, that the mm-hmm. Revolutionary War was um, going on. If you take those two years and you you subtract the dates, you get I think about eighty years, maybe ninety years, um, and that's about one of the cycles. So the Civil War was the next big shaping event. Then, as the world became more globalized, the the next major event we see is the World War Two, which in about the forties, nineteen forties. So that's another eighty years after the Civil War. If we were to go eighty years from that, we get to twenty twenty. I mean, no, we have... Yeah... Which, right now, is starting to look brink. really interesting. <laughs> yeah, we're on the brink of conflict. Yeah, and it's a lot of people predicted that it's what, like, this is going to, next cycle is going to repeat at about 2026 to 2028. This might be one of the worst decades we've had in a while. Uh, it's possible. And I'm not trying to say like doom and gloom because I think what's what's really exciting for us is that whatever happens, when we live through it, it's going to be one of the best times in in history. Because think about it, after the Revolutionary War, people were building, excited to build a new nation, so they they built one of the best places in the world to live. And then after um, after the uh, Civil 18, War, it's literally called the era of good feelings. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, everybody was you know, happy. the 40s, you had the whole, you know, spending. They had all the money. Well, yeah, that's why they're called the baby boomers, because everybody was building neighborhoods. The American dream was a thing now. You move to America, you get, your, you buy a house in a neighborhood with a stable job, and you, you know, you have kids, you have a family. That's like the American dream is such a cool thing after the war. And then over time, this cycle continues, and then people start, as people become born in this great world they start noticing the problems in this world and 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 fixing them and people want to fix them and it causes conflict and at the end you have a, a big conflict as people who have grown up in the in the night in the good world yeah end up creating the next conflict to fix that whatever original problems they were noticing and we see that with the um, as the 90s came, which is the third, which is around the time of the third generation of the cycle, which is where people start unraveling it, and you hear you hear about Kurt Cobain, and he's you know he's committing suicide, and the the songs of the era are getting a lot darker. Music is a great way to see that, I think. Um, and now today, there's a lot of conflict going on, and I think it's it's something's going to happen at some point, and it's going to reset, and it's going to be great again. I think it's going to be another. World War. It could or be. Or some type of major war. It could most certainly be. And that might not end well for America. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm well just speculating, be. because every three cycles, it, it's, a, it's a big one. Yeah. And it's been about 250 years since the Revolutionary War was fought. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that 252 times 80 is is the the 81 or the 84 whatever number they they have on that is that number times 3 so who knows I think it's a great way to end up um, 
podcast. Spelling doom and gloom and... <laughs> the world on the brink of war. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I probably sound like a crackpot old fool who's gabbering <laughs> on about his rambled musings of the, the end, but it's just interesting, and I, I, I don't know if I, I believe think... it, but it don't sounds worry. interesting, and it's possible. So... I think no matter what happens at the end, it'll be good. It'll oh yeah, be exciting Most times. Definitely. If we live to see it, of course. Of course. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll see. And uh, we'll see. I think that's going to be the end of this episode. <laughs> Let's end it on this high note of happiness. So, yes. guys, if you like the episode, make sure you go to the YouTube and subscribe if you haven't already. Like the video because that really helps us out. Um, if you listen to it on YouTube, or you watched it on YouTube, go to the Spotify, re-listen to the entire thing, um, to do whatever likes or things on our on Spotify, follow us, I think you can on Spotify. If you listen to it on Spotify, go to the YouTube, like, subscribe, and re-listen, re-watch the entire thing on YouTube, just because that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, I think that's about it. I think we're gonna Had say bye. a great bye. time. I, I most certainly did, my dude. This was awesome. So, bye bye. Adios. Bye.